I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi there. I'm Cindy Linden, and this is a cook-along podcast, Quick Bite. March 1st is National Peanut Butter Lovers Day. And in honor of that, and in fact, of all the days that come after that and before that, I thought we could make some homemade peanut butter. You may wonder why we would want to do that, because it's so easy to find on the shelves. But I'm going to tell you that it's cheaper, And you can do some fun things with it that don't happen with your peanut butter at the store. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to make some homemade cinnamon peanut butter. And we're going to add some chia seeds to that. And I'll explain that in a bit. I grew up eating peanut butter, of course. I think most people in this country did, unless they have an allergy to those. Which I'm sorry for you if you do. It makes me sad on your behalf. And this podcast will probably not be of any interest to you. My parents both liked peanut butter. My father didn't eat very much of it, but he kind of enjoyed it as a rare treat. He liked it with grape jelly. And who doesn't like peanut butter with grape jelly? I often forget to go back to grape jelly. I eat whatever jam I have in my refrigerator, and I forget how good grape jelly is with peanut butter. My mother preferred strawberry jam, but she also taught me a thing about honey, peanut butter and honey which if you've never done this, it's a really yummy combo, but it's tricky because I don't know what the reason for this is, but when you put honey on regular bread, just honey straight on sandwich bread, it gets kind of crunchy. It's like the sugar goes into the outer layer of the bread and crystallizes or something. It's a very odd thing. And I don't like that. I don't like that at all. But my mother used to have a workaround, which was to put a thin layer of peanut butter on the inside of both pieces of the bread. And then you put your honey on one side and close it. And of course, the peanut butter is between the honey and the bread. And so it stays gooey and clear and smooth. And you don't have that weird crispy thing that happens. If you haven't ever tried that, I suggest it. But today's recipe, which I'm not going to make with you because it's too stinking easy, has honey in it. And in fact, these other things that we're putting in it are just to make it sort of super special and kind of a, a treat that you cannot buy or you won't find easily, at least, 
in the grocery store. You'll need some equipment for this. You need a food processor. That's really all, but you really cannot do this without a food processor. You could try it in a blender, but I think you're going to have trouble unless it's an industrial strength blender. I think you're going to have trouble because it's not going to get down to the blades easily enough. And I'm not sure it will grind this up once it starts to get really thick. So a food processor is best. That's the only equipment. There really aren't any do-aheads except maybe that you'll need to go to the grocery store. Because here are your ingredients. You want two cups of unsalted dry roasted peanuts. They don't have to be expensive. They don't have to be fancy. I use the store brand. I recommend the unsalted ones so that you have some control over how much salt is in your peanut butter. And I recommend roasted because raw peanuts won't chop up the same way. They won't have the same consistency and they certainly don't have the same toasty flavor that you're used to in your peanut butter. Not that you couldn't try it. I'm just saying. You want a tablespoon and a little bit more, a sort of a heaping tablespoon of honey. Since you can't heap it, just think about putting in a tablespoon and then another extra little drizzle. You can always add that extra little drizzle later because you may decide that one tablespoon is exactly the amount of honey that tastes right to you. But be prepared to add a tiny bit more in case. The honey doesn't need to be fancy. It can be plain old honey in a plastic bear. It doesn't have to be expensive. It shouldn't be whipped. And it shouldn't be something that sat in your cupboard so long that it's crystallized. Other than that, any honey is good, but you want it clear and flowing. And then you want about a teaspoon of kosher salt. I think you're going to want that a little scant. So don't put a full teaspoon in until you've had a chance to taste it. You're going to want to taste this as you go because you're about to be able to make peanut butter exactly the way it tastes best to you. Nobody else is going to dictate what goes in there. Well, I shouldn't say that because I don't know what your family situation is, but you're the cook. You're doing this. So you get to choose how much stuff goes in. I'm telling you what I do with mine. A teaspoon of kosher salt is about right. Sometimes I think that's too salty. So I'm just suggesting you start with a little scant and I'm specifying kosher salt because it's less salty than sea salt or table salt. Yet again, I'll give you this pitch. I would not use regular iodized table salt. It has a flavor you do not want in your peanut butter. Who wants an iodine-flavored peanut butter? Non-iodized salt, if it's sea salt in particular, is saltier than kosher salt. So if you don't have kosher salt in your house, start with maybe half a teaspoon of regular or sea salt. And you can always add more as you go because you're going to taste it anyway to see how it's going. You'll want some peanut oil, about a tablespoon, and if you can find it, if it says roasted peanut oil, that just adds to the flavor. Some peanut oil has almost no flavor. That's fine too, but I figure layering it on is not a bad thing. Then here are the additions that I like to put in. So what you have with what I just did is your plain peanut butter, except that it's got a little sweetness from the honey, which is lovely. I think you're going to like that. If you want something special, here's what I add. A heaping teaspoon of ground cinnamon and one to two tablespoons of dry chia seeds. 
Chia seeds can be used for all kinds of things. They're really good for you, and they can be used as an egg replacement if you soak them. But we don't want to soak them. The reason I like them in here is because they're really tiny and super crunchy. And I do not like crunchy peanut butter. I want my peanut butter smooth or creamy, as they call it. But there's something about these little tiny crunchy bits. They're almost like the size of salt crystals or something. Oh my gosh, I just had a flashback. Wow, do you remember, maybe this isn't everybody, but do you remember grade school, junior, maybe all the way through school, the cafeteria used to serve celery sticks with peanut butter in them, and the peanut butter had crystals of sugar in them. You could see them. You could actually see the sugar crystals and taste them, of course. What a weird thing to serve to kids at lunch. Whew. Time traveling. Back to the present. Maybe that's why I like the crunch. No, I, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Anyway, I put a tablespoon in of the dry chia seeds and then I taste it. And if I decide it's not crunchy enough for me that day, I add up to another tablespoon. Those are the ingredients. I hope you wrote all that down, knowing that some of those things are completely optional. And the process is so easy. If you have a food processor and can find dry roasted peanuts, this is worth your time to just experiment, just because it's kind of fun to say you made your own peanut butter. The how-to is this. You put the regular chopping blade in your food processor, and you put the peanuts in, all of them, and you just sort of process it on low until the texture is like coarse crumbs. It'll look sort of like an oat bar that you're about to press into shape. They're not smithereened completely into powder, because they won't do that anyway, but grainy. They're like mustard seeds, that kind of grainy. And that's going to take longer than you think, because we're going slowly, just because it helps keep the nuts at the bottom instead of shooting all up at the top. It could take two to three minutes to get them to that stage. And then you add everything else, essentially. You add the honey the cinnamon if you're using it, the salt, the peanut oil, and then you put the lid back on and blend it on medium until you get to the consistency that you happen to like. Now that could be a long spin. That could be up to 10 minutes, maybe even longer than that. I turned up to medium because it makes it go a little bit faster. You're still going to have to kind of tamp it down every once in a while with a rubber spatula or a spoon or, or whatever. You're going to have to take off the lid because otherwise you're only going to be grinding the bottom. The rest kind of pushes up the sides and just sits there. So you'll have to scrape that down a couple of times until it gets the idea that you want it to stay in the bottom. And then once you've tasted it and it has the sweetness you like, the amount of cinnamon you like, and the amount of salt that you like, then add your tablespoon of chia seeds if you want to try that little crunchy fun thing. And process it until it's all well mixed in. Taste it, and then decide if you want more, again, of anything. That's all you have to do. The periodic tasting will give you an idea not only of your honey and cinnamon and salt levels, but also it will give you a realistic idea of how smooth it is. Because it's really hard to tell looking at it. You'll see when you do this how hard it is to kind of discern how it's going to feel on your tongue just by looking at it. So don't be shy about sticking a spoon in there or your finger or whatever and checking it out as you go. 
This will make about a cup and a half, about 12 ounces. Put it in a jar with a tightly sealing lid. And in fact, you might think about saving an old peanut butter jar to put your peanut butter in and store it in the refrigerator and use it as you would any peanut butter. I like this recipe a lot. I have bought pre-made, artisan-made jars of peanut butter like this. And I really love those. Sometimes I just eat them with a spoon. But when I taste one of them next to my homemade one, this recipe that we just talked about, I'm always happier with the one I made myself. It's just somehow better. The only downside of this really is that when you run out, you have to make some more. That means you have to have all these ingredients on hand. I don't know about you, but I have all of these things, the honey, the cinnamon, the salt, the peanut oil, because I sometimes saute with it for Asian foods or roasted vegetables or whatever. And even the chia seeds I have in the house because we make overnight oats and we like the chia seeds in there. The only thing I don't have on hand all the time is the dry roasted peanuts. So that can sometimes warrant a trip to the store. But here's a little tip. If you buy more than one jar at a time of these inexpensive, unsalted, dry roasted peanuts, don't open them. Let the seal stay intact and throw that in your freezer and it will keep. Even if you don't freeze it, it's going to keep for a couple of years, probably before it starts to go bad, unless that seal isn't tight. The seal inside the lid that you have to peel off the top of the jar. If you smell it and it doesn't smell like peanuts, it smells like old oil, then it's rancid and you don't want to use them. But you can extend the life of those nuts by a year, two years. I don't really know. I haven't found the limit yet. By sticking that completely unsealed jar in your freezer. And it doesn't matter if they're frozen when you start to chop them up because they're not appreciably harder to grind when they're frozen than they are when they're not frozen. That's your peanut butter treat for National Peanut Butter Lovers Day. And for all year round, you may find that you really prefer to make your own peanut butter than to get those kinds from the store that have all that other stuff in them that you can't even identify without using Wikipedia. And even if, like me, you tend to buy the natural peanut butter, like Adams, for instance, I think you'll find that this is a special treat and that the natural peanut butter you buy at the grocery store may end up in the back of the fridge for emergency dinners or lunches but that this is the stuff you'll really want to eat first. That is today's Quick Bite. Tune in again in two weeks for another Quick Bite, either some sort of thoughts about cooking or food, or a recipe so fast that we don't have time to even make it as a podcast. And one week from today, there'll be another brand new recipe added to the podcast feed. Between now and then, please tell a friend that you listen to the Cook Along podcast. Check out the website for pictures of my most recent batch of peanut butter. Send me notes through the contact page. And follow me on Facebook to see the recipes I post for all the special holidays that come up around the year. And there are hundreds and hundreds of them. Many you will have never realized were holidays. Until next time, happy cooking!
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.